when you're ready. Oh, yeah, it's Pete. Pete, you ready? It's me. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you guys like, uh. So this week on the Media Virus Podcast, accused Air India pisser offers defense. Wasn't me. She peed on herself. Tennessee cop claims open marriage, bangs the rest of the force. Bird with a backpack full of meth turns out to be a stool pigeon. All this, space rescue, Twitter handles for sale, Maddie's chilling report on rock, paper, scissors, more news, Maddie's TikTok nonsense corner, and just the tips on this, the 115th episode of the Media Virus Podcast. It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us with executive producer Mike Latouris. We're going to start over. BBC correspondent Stanley McFadden. Makes me tingly in an unfamiliar way. Grease Monkey Pete. Damn, Big Daddy. Here's the thing about the Media Virus Podcast. It's really well done. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show, the incomparable Matty Rock Death. <laughs> oh, damn. Do we have a show for you people this week? I am Matty Rock Death. Welcome to episode 115 of the Media Virus Podcast. Please like, subscribe, follow, and share. Um, you know, the Reverend and Professor Mike Latouris is still not vocally perfect yet, so we're continuing with last week's format by forcing the grease monkey to learn how to read. And we would like to thank Jane Goodall for all of her hard work and research. It came in very handy. Uh, so, <laughs> so it occurs to me as I, uh, as I was going through the link list that uh, is extremely rare occurrence for our ADHD-rattled world that a story has any staying power, no, especially for it to make it to the top three teaser for two weeks in a row. Uh, not only did it make it, I think it was the top of the top three in both weeks. Uh, and not only here at the Media Virus Podcast do we have a special place in our hearts uh, for public urination stories, but also rich dudes getting comeuppance stories uh, are always warm the cockles of, uh, of my heart. And, uh, but this story is just the gift that keeps on giving because we might have a crappy old lady that pissed herself and made him the fall guy, which I say kudos, Karen, kudos, <laughs> because if that guy drank so much that you pissed yourself, he really has a problem. Yep. Pete, you want to, or do we going to do the intro? Yeah. I, I put together a news intro for Pete. There we go. Media Virus News. You read over this part, Pete. What? I gotta read over this part. Now you go. Man who has been arrested for allegedly peeing on a co passenger on an Air India flight from New York has now claimed that the elderly woman urinated on herself. Shankar Mishra denied the 70 year old report that claimed that the former Wells Fargo employee urinated on her in an inebriated state at a New Delhi court. 
the 34-year-old reportedly unzipped his pants and urinated on the complainant in the business class section of the Indian National Carrier during a November 26th flight from New York's JFK airport. He is currently in judicial custody, uh, the Times of India reported on Friday. Uh, Mishra's lawyer, while defending in court, said, I did not urinate on the complainant. The complainant's... I'm not even going to... I almost went there. The complainant's woman... (laughs) The complainant's woman's seat was blocked. It wasn't possible for him, Mishra, to go there. The woman has a problem of incontinence. She urinated on herself. She is a Catholic dancer... And 80% of Catholic dancers have this issue that the report had. All right. So now we're, now we're just, we're just spreading stereotypes about Catholic dancers. Yeah. I don't think that's, I don't think that's the right thing to do. Pete, why don't uh, you go ahead and, and, and turn on the, turn on the YouTube and check on, see if anybody's in there. Um, but uh, is there anything in the story um, about where the urine like was or landed no, there, I read through the the whole article, and I and I, I was looking for just that is you know where it landed, but they brought up some important uh, details. Was that I'm trying to I'm rolling down here through it? Was that um, neither of the passengers on either side of the lady uh, seemed to notice or have any reaction? I that was I, okay. So. I threw Mike and I don't know if Mike saw the article, but I threw Mike an article on a private chat. Uh, I Because I was, I, was I was thinking about this, and I'm like, all right, this guy walks up and pisses on this woman. And I was like, how long does it, does your, I was like, how long does an average pee session take? And, and when I looked it up, when I, when I asked that question, I found out that every mammal, regardless of bladder size, Pees for approximately 21 seconds. 21 seconds. Scientists refer to it as the law of urination. The law of urine. Just, just out of sheer law? curiosity, there's a law that states that your bladder will empty. Every mammal's bladder will empty in 21 seconds. And volume, none of that matters. Now, I would venture to say that I've taken longer leaks than that. Like I've taken, I, I've, I've been like, Jesus, this thing. Well, yeah, I, I think this is an average. No, but it's saying that everyone does it all. It's like the law of urination takes 21 seconds. So, I mean, let's, let's just, let's start with that as the minimum. Let's not even, let's not even give that as a given because, you know, this could be, this could be a propaganda piece by, propaganda piece by big urine. Um, so I'm not going to take this at face value, but at, let's say that's the starting point or the average 21 seconds. Average. That's it, in, it, later on. It does now, say average. I understand that this is, this is India, but it's business class. So somebody at least has a T-Mobile sidekick. You understand what I'm saying? Somebody can pull out their Motorola razor and, and take some shitty grainy, you know, dude, I once watched a video of an Indian train and, uh, in India, they will just climb like on the outside of the train. And I watched a video of a man reaching up. He's standing on top and he went to go grab the wire just to like hold on, which is the dumbest because that's where all the power. He, I watched a man die at 21. I was 21 when I saw it. Right. But this was like a grainy, like, like the, now video is everywhere. Everybody has video. If I saw, if I, if there was any like, Oh, is that 
is that guy is that guy is that guy pissing? The first thing I'm gonna do is oh, picture of this. Somebody had it, dude. So uh yeah, now I I I would say now the other uh the other side of that is uh um the other side of that is uh where the the offense occurred. Um I uh in the air. No, I uh, well, yeah, maybe. But um Oh fuck, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. No, so if it, if the stain was on her shirt, right? Then then obviously it wasn't her. Right. I mean, unless unless she went and contorted herself into an amazing, you know, thing. But if the if the stain's like, you know, where you would expect <laughs> like a stain, you know, to be, then it's obvious, you know, that but this guy was so so hammered that he was like, I don't even know if I, he didn't realize if he pissed on her or not before he, you know? But, I mean, she was a Catholic dancer. What is a Catholic dancer? It's funny you should ask. I I noticed that that was a thing, so I, I did a quick Google search, and <laughs> um, turns out that it's it, it appears to be a form of Indian folk dancing. Um and they, oh, that's they, neat. Yeah, you know, those it, are pretty dresses. Yeah, I mean, those are pretty. Like, isn't that like a, just like a formal? It just looks like a formal gown. That, like, no, like I don't mean. I'm just saying when you see Indian celebrations, they bright colors. Yeah. I'm not real sure why those people are, are, you know, famed to urinate upon themselves, but uh, I guess that's what they say. I, I think that he is just using deflection, you know, I mean, it's, or his own bias. I mean, if he didn't, if he didn't do it, he didn't do it, but we don't have to bring the, the woman's career into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking, speaking of uh, a woman's career, uh, there was a woman that uh, blew her career and uh, several colleagues. <laughs> Among other things. <laughs> Among other things. Now, uh, is she the only one that lost her job? No. No, they all did. Okay, good, 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 good. Uh, let's see what we got here. Where did it go? Ah. There we go. The Tennessee cops fired after wild sex romps with female officer. Uh, a married Tennessee cop allegedly engaged in wild sex with several of her male colleagues, some while they were on duty. Well, uh, I mean, not for nothing, but I think wild sex is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, subjective. Objective. That's the word I'm looking subjective. for. It's, it's subjective. What subjective? It's subjective. Right. What's wild What's wild to me might not necessarily be wild to you, and what's wild to you might not necessarily be wild to me, right? Well, see if, if, see if any see if any of this is wild. I mean, if you I, think having a threesome with a dude and his wife is wild, then that's wild. If you don't think it's wild, if that's like Tuesday, then it's Tuesday. You know what I mean? Well, well, Pete's got a got a few uh, few examples to, yeah, to run see, down see, see, see if you think any of this is wild, man. It's it's uh, a. <laughs> Megan Hall is accused of having sex with her colleagues as well as sending dirty pictures, bragging about the size of one of her fling's genitals, 
whipping her top off at a hot tub party and engaging in a sex act with two officers at their small town precinct and the police gym while they were on the clock. When, now, uh, when you say two officers, were these separate occasions or was the two at the same time? Uh, I believe it was two uh, individual times, it was, it, it, but they were both, it was the same building, but with one, each it's of them. A, I mean, they found a good place. She found a good place to give a blowjob where nobody would catch her. Apparently, you know, like a nice dark corner or, you know, like a whatever. Uh, it said Hall, who claimed to be in an open marriage, was terminated along with Sergeant Lewis Powell, Officer Juan Lugo, Sergeant Ty McGowan, and Detective Seneca Shields, according to a December internal probe. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find some, uh, where the, where, the, where it lists all the different places. Ah, here we go. Uh, two other officers, Patrick Magliocco and Larry Holiday, who also engaged in sexy time with all were suspended, but kept their jobs. You know, reported, uh, aside from the station, the hot cups took place at hotels and parties at other officers' houses and on a boat. Uh, the investigation began after the town's mayor, Jason Cole received a tip that Hall was sleeping with several of her fellow officers and engaged in a threesome with Magliocco and his wife. Now, how did this person know that she engaged? Now, there's, now, there's a thing called... Uh, I'm, um, I'm pretty sure it was her husband, the park ranger. Uh, oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah, here's the, the, one of the other articles uh, that we got on tap here is uh, about the husband, the park now, ranger. He was a... Hubby. He was a he was a park ranger. I, the yeah. first time I ever heard anybody tell me a story about uh, getting in trouble by a park ranger, they, um, it, you know, he was out, uh, this kid was out, you know, with weed in the, in the Pine Marins and he got pulled over by a park ranger. And I was like, park ranger. And he goes, what, what it, it wasn't when you were watching Yogi? Hey, Yogi. No. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, someone actually getting, like, I thought park rangers were just there to help people. Like, I didn't think they arrested people. You know what I mean, I just thought they got yeah. If there were, if the place caught fire or something, I didn't. Yeah, I thought like firemen, like, they're cops the too. <laughs> He's like, no, they're the cops of the forest, man. They are. Like, they are. The, they are the cops of the forest, exactly. And I was, I was just like, that's terrible. The forest has cops. I go to the forest to get away from cops. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, so he's a wannabe cop, and he just like, and he wanted to create a couple openings. Is what he wanted. You know what I mean? So he told. Maybe. We throw her into the bus, then he can have the good job. She didn't get fired from being. She didn't get a fired of, from being. A lot of what you're saying is he was. Uh, let's see, the husband of the tennis cop who was fired for having sex with six other officers is a Holton <laughs> State Park Ranger, um, Jedediah Hall. <laughs> Jedediah or Jedediah? Jedediah. Uh, Jedediah Hall. Uh, Megan Hall said that she and her husband Jedediah Hall were in an open marriage. Although he did not seem to be on board, <laughs> uh, he's like, "Yeah, I mean, we said it was open, but you know, yeah." I, I, mean, was, I was having I was having a conversation with with a friend earlier about you know like the 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 phrase or the term "open marriage" that, that uh, has many different de- has different definitions for different people. Yeah, you know that, and he may not have been on board, but uh, there was some details in here that um, he he swapped. He and uh, he and Megan they swapped partners with another uh, couple in the police uh, uh, you know, on the force. Uh, it was Magliocco and his wife. Um, Magliocco, let's see what's his name. 
Well, I mean, I don't think it, I, it. but uh, this is the this is the problem. Okay, the police department finally finds a person who uh, team player. Okay, team player, rugged. Okay, apparently fearless. Obviously not racist. She does not discriminate based on color. Her ovaries work the League of Nations. Okay. So, and they, they find this person, the team builder, a team builder. What's a better team building exercise than swapping partners with your, co- with your, with, with your partner? You're swapping partners with your partner. It's a beautiful thing. And, and they just, they just discard these people. It's, it's, you know, this is the, this is, this, where's the camera? Here it is. This is the patriarchy. It'd be like Morton Dennis. <laughs> Wish I still smoked. <sighs> Actually, th- I've, I have that thought every day. It's like, oh, I wish I still smoke. God, I want a cigarette. So I'm, bad. I'm, I'm, I'm with you there, man. You still quit? Uh, yeah, I haven't smoked since uh, August. Since August. Good for you, man. Since Good for August. you. We are coming up on my volunteer anniversary because my, my last cigarette was January 8th, right? But. I was hospitalized, so I had no choice. Uh, I was hospitalized for 11 days. So on the 12th day after the 8th, which would be the 20th, I will have voluntarily not smoked for a year. Oh, okay. So. Good job. I mean. Yeah. Especially for, like, my, my lungs itch talking about it. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think I, we're all ex-smokers. I think we all know what that means. Mm-hmm. Like, my lungs itch. My, hey. How many times do I turn to you guys and say, my lungs are turning pink. I'm going to go outside. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go. I can't have this shit. I'm going to go get some cancer. Yeah. I need uh, cancer. Like, get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah. My uh, lungs now, are going uh, way too healthy at the moment. You know, because they say all this shit's going to kill you. You know, drinking's going to kill you. Smoking's going to kill you. Coffee's going to kill you. All this shit's going to kill you. But they don't tell you. So it does it really slowly. And it's going to hurt the whole time. <laughs> You know what I mean? And it's going to take 20 years to do it. The whole 20 years is going to fucking suck. That's what they don't. Or it's like, oh, you know, it takes 10 years off your life. Yeah. It takes a, a grand, it takes that final 10 years. Like instead yeah. of dying at 86, you die at 76. But the 30 years between 46 and 76 were absolute shit, you know? And that's the, that's the kick in the ass that I think that, you know, because it's like, oh, you die young. Okay. Fuck it. You know, right. but then, you know, it's like that sign. There was a sign outside of, a, I think, a power plant or one of those real high high voltage generators. And it said, this not only will kill you, it'll hurt the whole time you're dying. <laughs> I thought that was a oh, that was an absolutely terrific it's great sign. Enough. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's the sign you want to see. I mean, you know better at that point. It, it doesn't I just say, it's not just caution. It's like, okay, here's what's really going to happen. The last time I went to the Poconos, uh, at my, you know, my parents' spot in the Poconos, there's a sticker on the comp- dumpster compactor of just a severed hand. Yeah, and 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 there's red. It's the only. It's in black and red. I, I said that to when we used to do the dungeon. I said it, and I I just thought it was so funny. I love signs like they're the best. Yep. Um. So you mentioned your volunteer anniversary. Um, yeah. It, it's funny you br- brought that up because some people are are forced to quit other much more addictive things than cigarettes when they go to jail. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And some people, you know, find a way to fight back against that. And I think that's where we're going in our next story, Pete. 
Yeah, I'm trying to. My computer's not cooperating with me today. This story was sent to us uh, by Lewis Nelson of the Lewis Nelson Report. And oh, uh, fantastic. He, yeah, he uh, he he was fascinated by it. Um, I think Stanford or Bill sent one. Did you? I know oh, a little something a, about pigeons. So now we have been talking uh, at the at the shop. We've been talking about getting into pigeon racing. Okay, I, I and I can I can advise you a little bit on that. It's it's really a, um, a neat sport. It is. I think I think we had talked about it, and I I, I know one guy is really into it. He, like I'm like, but a, he's he's convinced that you have to go buy like champion pigeons, and I'm like, dude, there's pigeons everywhere. There are, but, but you you definitely want some champion pigeons. The the I pigeons mean, we, that are everywhere, you not so much. Yeah, but these other pigeons, uh, like this one pigeon that was caught in a prison yard with a tiny backpack of meth. <laughs> now was it sewn onto him oh this is great uh, well let's see it says pigeons have a long history of transporting drugs and also wearing tiny backpacks apparently uh, well I mean that was our first form of communication was carrier pigeon I mean we're just going we're yeah. just going back yeah. to basics yeah well the, the carrier the true carrier pigeon is actually uh, extinct but uh, you can you can use what's left uh, to to pull the deal this is this is a pigeon wearing a little backpack full of meth here on the mm-hmm. screen. Is that thing sewn to yeah, him? If you read, if, no, if, he's got if, little if straps. You let, if you let me read the article. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, well, fucking start, man. Oh. So a pigeon found in a Canadian prison yard with a tiny backpack filled with meth is carrying on a decades-long tradition of avian drug smuggling. The pigeon was captured at the Pacific Institution in Abbotsford, British Columbia, in late December, according to the CDC. John Randall, Civic Regional President of the Union for Canadian Correctional Officers, told the CBC the bird was in an inmate yard when officers on site noticed that it had a tiny package on its back. That package contained 30 grams of meth. Uh, that They had to corner it, Randall said. You can imagine how that would look trying to catch a pigeon. He said they captured the bird after a lengthy period of time, seized the drugs, and set it free. What's For funny is Corrections Canada is investigating the incident, according to media reports. Now, did they take the backpack too? Uh, well, yes. Yeah, yeah you just. I'm I'm, I'm, re- I'm moving down through this article. This was the only article I didn't really get all the way through today. How the hell did you not read this? <laughs> this is one of the best articles. So. Well, because I was like, reading the copious amount of articles that Mike sent me about uh, about Megan uh, about Megan Hall, <laughs> there you can't you can't brutal. You Fucking can't brutal. take like two two clicks uh, on the on the internet. No, you literally you literally can't. That poor girl's face is. I mean, you know that, that poor girl's face is all over all over the internet, and that poor the, guy. The, the memes that are coming out of, of I know of it's every outlet, you know. But uh, I mean the. the you know, it's funny because it's ingenious, but it's also like so archaic. It's it's so yeah, yeah. You know, we're just getting back to these basics. It's the easiest way to smuggle. I feel like you could do more. Like I, thirty grams at a time is 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 a tough push. You're not. I mean, it makes a lot of money in prison. Don't get me wrong. It's worth what four or five hundred times more. We'll see. But the, yeah, you know, you know what's crazy, dude. If we had some, if we trained some fucking geese, dude. <laughs> right, we could do we could, kilos we could, at a time. We could, do some, we could do some weight. We could move weight, dude, or <laughs> like an ostrich. <laughs> oh, wait, ostriches don't fly. Ostriches don't. 
Why? No, well, put them in penguins, dude. Like they're, the large, they're the penguins largest. Penguins don't fly bird. either. No, we'll <laughs> launch them with catapults. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you want to smuggle drugs with flightless birds? That's just dumb. They're walking. I got this. Set us up to fail, Maddie. No, dude. <laughs> no prison guard is going to think anything of an ostrich walking past the fence, waiting there to be pet. The, the, it's my emotional support ostrich. My emo- I don't think that works in prison. Hey, hey, Bob. There's a there's a penguin at the gate. Let him in. <laughs> Was this Batman? It's not a penguin. That's oh. a nun. <laughs> There's a good way to sneak in drugs too. Bob, there's three, Bob, there's three nuns at the gate. Dude, they're penguins. They're penguins. <laughs> We're in back. What's going on here? But no, like like pigeons would do. Like uh, pigeons are great, but I mean, if we could seriously, I, can't, I feel like a geese could fly some weight. Yeah, but you know, but you expect to see pigeons kind of all over the place. I want to see. I want to see some guy try to wrestle a backpack onto a geese. dude. That's got to be some fun. Dude, I got it better. This this is it, dude. Dude, dude, we're gonna make a fortune. We're gonna feed birds the meth. They're gonna fly over the prison, and they're gonna shit <laughs> meth out. It's perfect. There's no flaws in this whatsoever. We just have to keep the geese over the prison the whole time. <laughs> So we're going to tie a string to the fence. Wait a minute. This is going to become a bad idea. So we cover the roof of the prison in bread. The hardest part here is Mm -hmm. you have to get the pigeons to fly to a particular spot. They have to have a reason to go back. And and typically that's their family that, you know, you, you, they have their nest there. They know that their mate and their eggs are there. That's why they go back. So the pigeon is, that's home is prison, right? The pigeon has to know, so they, you've got to get the pigeon out of the prison. So somebody has to has to know that this pigeon was from the prison and get it. Have it hand. I tra- think the backpack gave it away. Have it hand trained it- enough that that it can, you know, you can just walk up and hey pigeon and get it. Put a backpack full of meth on it and then let it go. <laughs> Not impossible, but you have to have an inside guy that's friendly with pigeons. To get you to the point where you can actually, you know, you, you take the you take the pigeon, you hand train it, and then you get it to a point where somebody can go to the gate and call it using, you know, the hey pigeon, whatever whatever you use to call your birds, and get it to come to you so you can pick it up and put the backpack on it. Well, if all good prison movie archetypes, you know, uh, Birdman pan out, there, there, there is always there is, there is always a guy at prison. Who has a has a cage full of pigeons, you know? So like, we rely on that. <laughs> True. But um, yeah, I mean, to- yearlings will fly up to three hundred miles, and then uh, uh, the pigeons uh, can fly up to seven hundred miles a day, according to the Pigeon Control Resource Center. Yes, and, and, and that's that's what they call old birds. That's you know, once after they're a year old. But yearling yearlings they race up to three hundred miles. Three or four hundred mm-hmm. miles, and then you know, old birds go up to like six hundred miles, seven hundred miles. Well, that is fascinating. Um, after the break, as we're coming up on the break, after the break, we're going to be, uh, I guess, we'll be analyzing. Um, there's a, a hot report on rock, paper, scissors that uh, I thought would be interesting to get into for some reason. I don't know. Hmm. Um, 
we're going to talk about cockroach milk. And uh, there's another thing we we're going to Sorry. get into. Space you can rescue. give us a call. Yeah, if you want to give us a call, you can give us a call at 6-1-646-VIRUS-01. It's 1-646-VIRUS-01. Talk about whatever you want to talk about if you call. We're not going to make you talk about what we're talking about. Uh, but you can do that. Um, and uh, you can check us out, uh, everything Media Virus at themediavirus.com. Uh, but if you don't want to do that, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on uh, the other thing that we that uh, Apple Podcast. And there's uh, there's anywhere you find podcasts, you can find the audio version of the show. Uh, YouTube, you know, we're here. We got 62 subscribers. We're growing strong. Um, that's about it. Uh, did I miss anything? Mike? No, I think that's about no? it. If you want to send me an email, you can send me an email at maddie at themediavirus.com. Yeah. Um, uh, Grease monkey at themediavirus.com. Pete. No, Pete. It's Pete. Nope, it's Pete. It's Pete. just Pete. It's Pete. Pete. So just boring fucking Pete. Pete. Not P-E-E-T. No. Not P-E-E-A-T. No. It's P-T-E. <laughs> Not P-T-S-D. P-E-T-E. P-T-S-D. A P, a T, and two E's. You got to figure out how it goes, though. Yeah, that's it. It's Pete at mediavirus.com. And um, you can email Mike, right? Yes, PML at themediavirus.com. There you go. So that's fun. Uh, and we'll be back uh, right after a word from our sponsors. Yeah, we will. Uh... I thought we were taking a break, break, break. It's the Media Virus Podcast. Behind the scenes. I'm a little under the weather, so we're a little different this week than our normal show. But I tell you uh, what, I like it. Yeah, it's it's not bad. Let's train Pete up. I mean, let's get him because I like you making shitty comments. I want you, I want you like like jumping in with your voices and shit. Well, I think that's where the I think that's where the strength is, man. Okay. I mean, we might have to I might have to take up the reading and just give it to you, or, or just we'll trade. Yeah, I mean, once we, you're, we once can you're better, maybe we'll just start trading off. Because uh, I really like the flow of the show today. I thought it worked. I thought it went really. I thought everything was going really well uh, it, so far. It also gives me a chance to jump off and do some production. And, yeah, yeah. I get to look at the I get to look at the uh, comment stream going by and uh, and and react a little bit to that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it's been a interesting. Uh, yeah, we, we went really wrong, but I thought I was fun.